Hey, I'm Aubrey. And I'm Jordan. We want to welcome you to the Peace of Authenticity podcast. Please join in on the conversation. What's going on, everybody? Hey, we are on episode seven. Seven. The luckiest number. Was that your lucky number? No, that's just the... <laughs> it's just the luckiest that's number. That's just the lucky... Everybody was like, lucky number seven. <laughs> it is true, actually. Seven. That's, it's, a, it's a lucky that's number. Funny. But also, right, biblically, the, the number seven means completion. Yes. You know, and, and the Bible tells us that in the first six days, God created the heavens and the earth and all the animals and all, you know, and everything. Mm-hmm. And then on the seventh day, he rested. Mm-hmm. And so we just kind of thought that today would be a perfect day with the symbolism of the number seven. And this being the, the seventh episode, the seventh podcast, that we just talk about rest. Mm-hmm. And I, I just kept hearing, uh, with completion comes rest. Mm. Um but, tr- you know, who knows, like, if we do a to-do list, a checklist, you know, you complete certain things. So, so throughout your day, I think it's very important to be um, aware of rest throughout your day. And I think a lot of people think that rest is just laying on the couch, watching a show. Do- but there's rest for your soul. There's rest for your spirit that has yeah. to take place. I can veg out on the couch all day, and I'm going to feel drained I'm, I'm not going to, you've seen me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I turned into just a very negative person because my soul and my spirit aren't getting true rest in that. Oh, yeah. Well, no, I, it's, it's, everybody thinks that it's, well, I got to take the day off or I have to lay around like rest. I get to sleep in or take a nap. Mm-hmm. And, and those are all good things mm-hmm. physically. And, but unfortunately, a lot of people don't have time to do that. On yeah. a weekly basis, yeah. you know, if you if you're married, you have kids, or maybe you have grandkids, or or you know you're going to sporting events all the time. Unfortunately, throughout your your job and your family and all the other things and church related things, also if you do a lot of church stuff, mm-hmm. th- there's not a lot of time to just lay around and you know take naps or, yeah. or do anything like that. So you you have to kind of unlock and change your view of rest from sleeping and laying around to rest is is a state of mind yes yes that's good um matthew chapter 11 um jesus says come to me all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens and i'll give you rest take my yoke upon you let me teach you because i am humble and gentle at heart and you will find rest for your soul. There's a there's a difference between rest for your body, which we all need mm-hmm. because, right, we only get one body. Mm-hmm. The one the human form that you have right now is the only one that you're going to have until you get to heaven. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to have a, a renewed body like a, a yeah. you know, uh, an awesome one, not one that has all the broken things on it that yours might yes. have right now. Mm-hmm. But the the understanding the difference between 
Jesus is saying, we like to use this verse all the time, and, and we tell people that are going through a lot, or you know, they're working hard, it's like, oh yeah, Jesus says, take my yoke upon you, and he'll give you rest. But what he's saying right here is rest for your soul. Mm-hmm. Not, not rest for your physical body, but rest for your soul. And, and that, for me, means that Jesus is saying, take my yoke upon you, and it doesn't matter how busy you are, mm-hmm. your soul's going to be at rest, and when your soul's at rest... You know, your whole self is at rest. And I think what what goes so perfectly with that scripture is uh, when you and I, we were talking back and forth a little bit, and I read that quote. I'm pretty sure it was Bill Johnson or Chris Valentin. Either way, they're both amazing. Um, and he yeah, talked about how to renew your mind. Um, it's like, you know, a lot of people do meditation to renew your mind. And that's right. to empty your mind of thoughts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But for us as Christ followers, for us and our soul and our spirit to fully rest, we must fill our mind and fill our thoughts with the thoughts of God. Yeah. And I can have the busiest day, but my mind can be full of the thoughts of God, the Holy Spirit just flowing through me that in the middle of the day, in all the craziness, I can have that rest, that mindset that you're talking about. Yeah, you know, just filling our minds with the spirit and filling our minds with, with how God thinks and sees because we can do that. That's what's so beautiful about this walk and what's so beautiful about Jesus's sacrifice. Not only gave us eternal life in heaven with the Father if we believe in Him, but it also gave us the amazing ability to be able to walk with Him every day and fill our mind with His thoughts. Mm-hmm. And not have to go kill a pigeon whenever we lied. Or, you know, yeah, it's just we have right. that one-on-one relationship. And so that there's such a rest in that, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, I just think that for, for a lot of people, you know, and, and you can look around at other people in, in your life and be like, man, it'd be nice to, to have like their schedule or, you mm-hmm. know, to do... Um, what they're doing or to have time to, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I think that's what everybody's always complaining about is, well, there's just never enough time. We have yeah. to do this. We have to do this. You know, uh, time, time is the only thing that you don't ever give back. You know, mm-hmm. you can yeah. always make more money. You can always, um, you know, do different activities or do different things, but time is something that, that you don't get back. And so people are like, I just don't have time. And I hear that all the time. Mm-hmm. Time, time is a huge factor in, in everything, but are you taking the time to rest? Mm-hmm. Because if you're not, it explains why you never have any time, right? And, and you're always running ragged. And I see people all the time that are just, they just look like life is beating them down. Mm-hmm. They got bags under their eyes. They're just like, well, this is just mm-hmm. what happens when you have as many kids as we do, doing as many activities as our family does. Mm-hmm. And what that kind of tells me is, you know, not only do they need physical rest, mm-hmm. but they need to find that rest in their soul that Jesus was talking about in Matthew too. Because when when your when your soul's at rest, you're able to do more things and accomplish more mm-hmm. things because it's it's resting in Him and not off of your accomplishments or your activity based lifestyle. And like every everywhere you turn, I feel like um, just in life in general, it contradicts true rest. Mm. Everything, you know? So that's why we have to always be on guard. And I think that's what we talked about last week too, just being on guard, you know? And just being aware of the fact that we're in this world 
And we can't run from that. Like we were saying the other day, like you can't be like Rapunzel and go hide in your tower. And yeah. we're meant to go out into the world and to preach yeah. the good, you know. So we're supposed to be in the world, but not of the world. And so I, the Lord showed me the other day because I was listening to a podcast about that. And I just imagined somebody like jumping in the water and they're in the water, but they didn't become the water. They're yeah. still them in the water. Right. You know. But, and another thing the Lord showed me is that if you stay underwater and you decide to try to breathe, it would fill up your insides and you would probably drown. And it would fill the air in your lungs that we're supposed to, we're supposed to be full of the Holy Spirit. But if we breathe in the world and we're in that water, then there's no rest. There's, you know, and we feel like we're drowning. And I feel like a lot of people feel like they're drowning. Mm -hmm. Um, And with the quarantine, it was a huge wake up call of how busy we were. And how we weren't allowing ourselves to rest in him. Yeah. And that really opened our eyes. And I think it did a lot of people. Because we were talking to a lot of friends and they felt the same way. And they're like, but how can we change our life when it goes back to normal? And like you said, it's all about a mindset. Mm -hmm. You can have the busiest day, but still be in rest. And having those thoughts of Christ. And having just the knowing that he's got me. Yeah. I have this peace. Peace is rest. Rest is, you know, what we all need so much, especially in America. Go, 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 go. Do this, do that. Like, there's not a lot of rest. No. Um, but I, I think on, on both sides of that spectrum, you have some people that desire rest physically. That, mm-hmm. you know, they, they work such manual labor jobs that they're just, you know, Man, when when I get home, I can't wait till Saturday or I can't wait till Sunday. Finally, my day off. I'm gonna take a nap. I'm just mm-hmm. gonna rest up and do. And they desire that. But you also have those other people that are getting plenty of rest physically, mm-hmm. but their mental state is not mm-hmm. at rest, and they're always worrying about you know other things that they can't control, and they're they're worrying about other situations and struggles, and it feels really similar. Mm-hmm. But I would say that the rest, you know, that, that comes from that Jesus is talking about sustains both. Whether, mm-hmm. whether you're busy mentally or you're extremely busy physically or even both. The, take my yoke upon you. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. Mm-hmm. That puts everything on him and nothing on us. Mm-hmm. So I guess what... What we come to in the episode seven of rest is if if rest is something that you extremely desire and you're not feeling like you get that, then you're probably trying to hold on to too many things that God's never called you to hold on to. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important because Jesus talks about both in the New Testament. He talks about their minds being not at rest, but he also talks about it physically in Mark chapter six. He, he says that, he calls the disciples and he says, come, let's go away and let's rest because they, they'd been so busy ministering to people mm-hmm. that they hadn't had time to stop and rest or even eat. Mm-hmm. And so he said, come away, come on, we got, we got to cut ourselves loose mm-hmm. from this busyness, even though everything that they had their hands on was prospering, there was fruit to it. They were doing, Jesus was doing what God put him here to do mm-hmm. and challenging the 12 disciples that were with him to do the same thing. But he still said, Hey, it's time. Come away. We got to rest. We got to recharge. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people aren't doing mm-hmm. that. A lot of people are running around on empty. 
And, mm-hmm. you know, how many times have we taken the car to like 10 miles to empty on the, on the gas tank or really low? And look at how edgy you get because nobody wants to run out of gas in the middle of nowhere. But mentally and physically, we do the same thing to our body. Mm-hmm. We're, we're pushing that, oh, I just got, you know, 50 more miles left to go. I'm still good. You know, 30, 10. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, one day, you know, the tank is empty and we're just I can't handle this anymore. I think there's like filling up your tank like that and emptying it with a lot of activity. A lot of people pride themselves in a full calendar. Yeah. Um, like, oh, I'm getting stuff done. Yeah. I have 17 things to do today and yeah. they all involve an hour and I got to fit it in 12 hours. Challenge accepted. Yeah. You want to see my calendar? I'm busy. It's just, even, I thought of that saying, um, and I'm pretty sure this is how you say it, but like rest is for the wicked. Isn't that a saying? It's a no rest for the wicked. Oh, darn it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's rewind a little bit. And, Forget um, the, I, I get what you're saying. <laughs> well, but the thing is like, I think people feel like they have to come. Maybe this is what it is, what the Lord is showing me. So there's no rest for the wicked. So people think they have to combat that with them not being able to rest because there's no rest for the wicked. Therefore, I got to go, go, go. Maybe that's where I was getting it because I feel like the Holy Spirit put that statement in my head. Yeah. But do you know what I mean? I, I feel like a lot of people think they need to combat the enemy with something almost mirrored to it. And that's such a lie. It's the opposite. You know, Oh, there's no rest for the weary. Well, good thing. God's people rest. We rest so we can be prepared for battle. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I I think that, um, what's important to realize is what the only way that you can walk in a state of rest while also having a full calendar is only through the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Right. In, in, um, John chapter 14, right? Jesus is saying, whenever I go away, I'm going to send you the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit. Yes. Right? And so he's like sitting here and he's telling the disciples what's going to happen. Um, well, Jesus says, when my father, he's going to send the advocate, right? He's going to send the Holy yes, Spirit. Yes, the helper, yeah. But here's, here's what's interesting. After this, the Holy Spirit comes in. Um, and he's going to remind you of everything that I've told you. And in verse 27, Jesus says this, I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. That's rest. That's mm-hmm. rest. It, it doesn't say I'm going to come and, and you're, you know, Holy Spirit's going to come so you can take a nap. And so, you know, so you yeah. can sleep. It's saying that he's going to accompany you. He's going to guide you. And, and as he's with you, the gift is peace of mind and heart, right? And the peace I give is a gift that the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or be afraid. And and Jesus is basically saying, I'm going away, but I'm going to leave you this gift of mm. peace of mind. So everywhere we go as Christians, right? We are so we are supposed to be a reflection of Christ. Mm-hmm. Christ within us, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Everywhere that we go, we've talked about it in previous podcasts, right? The atmosphere should change when we walk into the room. Mm-hmm. And not we, just meaning you and me, but for every Christian, when, when you walk in, when you're full of the Holy Spirit, you walk in, the atmosphere changes. And um, Jesus is saying that the Father is going to send the advocate, me. I'm filled with the Holy Spirit. So when I walk in, 
peace should come in with me. Mm-hmm. And, and Jesus is saying that the Holy Spirit is going to bring peace of mind and heart. Mm-hmm. So when you have these things, you can be the busiest person in the room, but peace goes with you. And what wears us down? Mm-hmm. Arguing, fighting, strife, fear, all of these things weigh us down. But when we're full of the Holy Spirit, we're everywhere we go, we're taking peace of mind that, and heart. That's crazy because that, I mean, it's crazy cool. Crazy cool. Yeah. Um, It reminds me of the Proverbs 31 woman. (laughs) I'm telling you right now, when I read Proverbs 31, I think, well, heck, is this five women in one? How the heck is this happening? Like, wow, can she sew this and buy that and sell that and meet her husband at the gate? I'm like, what is this woman doing? Like, she must have some extra time in her day, a few extra hours that the Lord graced her with. But I think that that is a woman that is her heart and her mind are truly at rest. Mm. And she's doing... I think the most amazing thing is when we truly rest, I believe we fully tap into our purpose and our calling that the Lord calls us to because we have a specific purpose and a specific calling every single day of our life. And when I was younger, for some reason, I felt like my purpose was just this one big event that's going to happen. And then I'm going to be like, oh my gosh, that's why I was here. Anyways, yeah. I guess I just chill the rest of my life. Yeah, it's all I don't know why I thought that, but I think a lot of people might think that. Yeah. But there's a specific calling, a specific purpose in every single day that we live. That's why we're alive. Yeah. You know, if we did that one big event, well, the day after, you're going to be gone. You're going to be in heaven because that's the only thing the Lord called you to do if you have that mindset. And so whenever we truly live and rest, we're able to fully do everything that the Lord has called us to do in that day and at his timing because with rest being a peace of heart and peace of mind and our minds being filled with the holy spirit and the peace of god and what he, you know his heart is we're not going to miss anything yeah. if we're that connected with him and we have thoughts that come from heaven that we can hear so clearly and i believe it's, it needs to be practiced yeah um like practice makes perfect and i don't mean like we're going to act perfect but this this rest getting it getting into the rhythm of rest yeah. And it takes a while to get in the rhythm of something. You have to hear it a few times. You got to practice it a little bit and then you got it. Oh my gosh. Okay. Here it is. This is what, wow, Lord, like I had such a full day, but I feel so peaceful. It's because I sat in your rest Yeah. while I was running around town and doing this and doing this project and you know, and you just have that peace and what a beautiful thing, just like the Proverbs 31 woman that people are like, how the heck do they do that? And when you live a life that looks so different from others, like they might be doing the same exact things as you, like picking the kids up, going to this game, going to that game, getting this project done and they're falling apart and losing it. And you're over here with so much peace and even doing a better job because you're so at peace and you have time and you know, you have all this and they're like, what is going on? And that's how a testimony of, well, this is what's going on with me. I'm filled with the Holy Spirit and you know, I have this relationship with the Lord and he just really gives me rest. Yeah. And in so many instances, like the church is meant to get out of those walls and go be an example, be a light to the world. And it's, it can, it's through your true rest because I think, um, I can really tell when someone's putting on a show and I think it's because I used to do that. And so I can kind of like, it's like the Wizard of Oz, like, don't look at the man behind the mirror. That was me for yeah. behind the mirror, behind the curtain. <laughs> Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> that was me. Yeah. And so I feel like I am really good and you're really good at it too. Just telling, being able to like read people out like, oh man, that wasn't real. Not like they were being fake, but like, hmm. Yeah. I can tell that wasn't really genuine. Yeah. What's going on with them? You know what I mean? You can just tell 
Um, and that's not rest. That's performance. And that's yeah. what I've had to... I was reading uh, 100 Days to Brave, this devotion. And something that she says in there I really love is this planet really needs you to be you. Yeah. And I think that's, that's a really big point to rest too is you can't rest if you're not being authentic and true to who you were created to be, even if you think it's not good enough. Yeah. Because if it's not good enough, great. Because in your weakness, God is strong. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, in Psalms, we talked about this earlier today. David wrote some of the most powerful Psalms in, mm-hmm. in the Bible when he was in the midst of his greatest turmoil. Yeah. And, you know, you think about living in a cave, hiding for your life, when, you know, you have no other choice but to rest in God. Like, imagine you're, you know, he's, he's enemy of the state number one. Saul's king and Saul's offering a reward. You know, whoever, whoever brings me David, I want this guy dead. You know, imagine how little peace or how little rest would be in your life then. You'd be worried, constantly worrying about, is today my last day? Mm-hmm. Are they going to find me today? Is, you know, you know, is somebody going to rat me out? You mm-hmm. know, I, is one of my closest guys going to get to the place where he's just kind of wanting to take the reward for turning me in. Imagine how isolated you could feel in the midst of that. But all of these Psalms were written as Mm -hmm. David saying, I might be in a cave right now, or the, all these kingdoms might be surrounding me right now, wanting to kill me, but I'm going to find my rest Mm -hmm. in the Lord. Well, or even, I love that because this is kind of like another dimension to what you're saying about that whole story because Saul, all we know, what we really know when we talk about Saul is, oh, he hated David. He wanted David dead because David was a threat. Yeah. Then I was telling you how funny it was, the scripture that I found in 1 Samuel. Saul said to David, go and the Lord be with you. So they were close friends. They were friends at the beginning. Yeah. Like Saul's son is, was David's best friend. And so is your rest and is your peace totally gone when somebody betrays you? Because if you're, if you're filled with the thoughts of Christ, if you're filled with the, uh, the Holy Spirit and you truly have that rest, it's not as earth shattering when you find out somebody that you thought really loved you said this about you or yeah. somebody is saying this and it's such a, it's not true, but all these people believe it now. You know what mm. I mean? All yeah. these things. Yeah. So are you still resting or are you so anxious and just upset and like, okay, I don't even know what to do anymore because I thought they were my friend and they're not anymore because they said this and this and this. And I heard from so-and-so who heard from so-and-so who heard from so-and-so. The thing is, if you have the Holy Spirit inside of you, he's going to be like, I need you to sit down for a second. Yeah. Take Where's this source? Mm-hmm. Is this true? Do you need to talk to, you know what I mean? And you can actually hear from the true wisdom of heaven instead of st- staying all on your feels because that'll steal your rest. Absolutely. Well, it's, it's kind of, um, on, on the verge of saying, well, are you, are you resting in him or are you trying to help him fix it? Uh-huh. Yeah. Like the backseat driver. Right. <laughs> you know, and, and I think we've talked about that in other podcasts before too. It's like, you know, we want to, we want to be, oh Lord, we just want to be in the passenger seat, you know, Jesus take the wheel. But we're that passenger that's like, Hey, why didn't you take a ride? Right or we're there. grabbing that side thing like yeah <laughs> or yeah or the oh crap bar yeah, yeah the, we're grabbing that going um okay uh jesus you're driving way too fast or you know you're driving way too slow it it doesn't matter but you know 
are you are you resting in the fact that he's looking out for you? Are you constantly trying to fix and arrange everything yourself? Because let's not forget this rest word is huge in what you were just talking about. Mm-hmm. Saul mm-hmm. is is often looked at as a villain. Mm-hmm. To to anybody that grew up yeah. in Sunday school, we learn David is is the king. He's supposed to be the king. He takes out Goliath. David's the man. He's the best warrior ever. And Saul got jealous of David. And, and we all learn these things. Mm-hmm. But let's not forget that Saul was God's anointed yeah. to be the very first king that united all the tribes of Israel. Wow. God, that Saul was picked first. Mm-hmm. But what does the Bible tell us? How did David gain that position at the right hand of Saul? He played the instrument, mm-hmm. right? When when Saul would get headaches, and that would be the only way that Saul could get rest. So what happened as soon as David stopped playing that instrument for Saul? Saul stopped resting. And when Saul stopped resting, he saw everyone as a threat instead of everyone as a loyal subject. Mm. His closest people, his, the closest people to him were all of a sudden threats. He, he became a conspiracy theorist. Everyone was out to take his crown. A crown that was never, it wasn't even his until God gave it to him. Mm-hmm. So what happens when we don't rest? We end up turning on all of the things that God has given us. And we start looking for threats instead of looking for opportunities. Mm-hmm. Because we're not at rest. We're, we, we don't have that peace of heart and mind that Jesus was talking about in John chapter 14. We don't have that. Mm. Saul didn't have that. And so his greatest ally became his greatest enemy overnight because he went through a season where he didn't rest at all. And it's just the natural aligning with the supernatural because if you've ever if you've ever not gotten enough sleep, yeah. You do not think straight. <laughs> you make no sense. You're grouchy and rude. So that in the natural is parallel perfectly with like what you're saying in the supernatural with yeah. Saul getting no rest spiritually. Yeah. He also was looking at everywhere for someone to attack him and all these different things. And another thing I whenever you're talking about that like um don't allow people to have so much power in your life that they can steal your rest. Yeah. And not even steal it, but you think they did. Yeah. Oh, it's all on them because they did this. this. He said that. Yeah. Just like he, I'm sure blamed David Mm -hmm. and just to be aware of that, that people cannot give you true rest only like, not like, Oh, I just have the best friends. I just feel so good today. They're so, Awesome. Don't put everything on one person. It's not fair because nobody's perfect except for Jesus and God, you know. So why don't you put all of your rest on the one that is perfect and the one that created you and the one that can truly give you the true rest that our soul and spirit so need. Yeah. Well, and it's important to understand there too is you're talking about rest for yourselves, but what happens as a fellow Christian when somebody else is being robbed of rest and they come to us and they're like, he did this to me, she did that to me, he said this, she said that, and they're coming and you can tell. You're looking at this person and you're like, they're really not resting in the Lord at all. Mm -hmm. It's your job 
-hmm. in that moment not to hear everything that they're saying and borrow that offense toward that person. Mm -hmm. It's your job to help let your brother and sister in Christ in that moment know, hey, you need to find rest again. Mm -hmm. They might have done that to you. They might have said that about you or even said that to you and rubbed you the wrong way. All of those things might have happened, but it doesn't change the fact where you're supposed to be resting. Mm -hmm. And you have to battle those things with the opposite spirit. When people come, you know, and, and it happens all the time. We're all, we're all one step or one sentence away from, from making somebody else mad. And it's not even always on purpose. Mm -hmm. I would venture to say that the majority of the time when somebody says something that makes you mad, it was not intentional. Mm-hmm. But we understand it as though it was. And I'm just as guilty of this as the next person. Mm, yeah. Because we read into and we have to realign ourselves. I, I don't think it's a mistake that the Apostle Paul says that we have to die daily. Yes. Because if we don't, we're not finding rest in understanding this is what Jesus has for me today. Mm -hmm. We still hold on to what happened yesterday because our rest is not coming from him. Well, whenever you said that, that, you know, Paul says, like, I die to my flesh daily. What yeah. do you say when someone passes away? R.I.P. Rest in peace. Mm. Yeah. So if we are dying to our flesh and we're a new man through that every day, then we are resting in peace. No matter yeah, what anything looks like that. And, and I realize, like, the way that we're saying rest, it's like we're acting like it's almost even an action verb. Is what I've noticed. And people are like, yeah. oh, that sounds more like maybe, like, I, I don't know how to explain it. But I think a lot of people think, well, no, my time of rest is this is this one day of the week. And then I'm going to go, 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 hustle, get it done. And then this day, I'm going to rest. Yeah. Well, if you have a mindset of rest all throughout your life, then that day you don't have to be so purposeful about like, no, 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 I got to rest. Because how can you, I, I don't know, I kind of feel like how can you go like 100 miles per hour and then all of a sudden go zero? You can't because even on your rest days, you find yourself doing stuff. Well, you're striving you to rest. <laughs> yeah. Or you, you get, you're at work six days a week. And then so on that last day, you're, you look at all the things around your house that need to be done. And then so then you start doing that mm -hmm. versus actually, you know, physically resting. Um, but... Again, maybe resting resting does take action from you. It takes intentionality mm -hmm. because it's saying, I'm choosing, no matter how busy I am, no matter what's going on, all the other circumstances around me, I can't control. All I can control is me. And I'm choosing to rest in the one that created the heavens and the earth mm -hmm. because he's the only one that can sustain me. Mm. And I think Psalms 91... I, my mom used to make me memorize this as a kid. Like we, me and my brother, we had to recite like Psalms 91 before we went to sleep at night. But, and I hated it. Like I hated it. Cause then if you got one word wrong, she was like, you know, like, you, you know, you should know better. But now I'm thankful for it because as soon as somebody starts saying any words from it at all, I'm like, that's Psalms 91. Mm -hmm. But here's what's powerful about Psalms 91. And I just thought about this earlier as we were talking about this. Mm -hmm. Those who live in the shelter of the Most High, those who live under the shelter of God, right? Live in the, yeah. Right. It's action. Those mm. who live in it. 
Not not mm. just not just rest or work. Those Every who once live. in a while, when they get really overheated, you can unleash yeah. shadow. No, wow. but this saying those who live, it's, yeah. it's it's a constant thing. In the shelter of the Most High, we'll find rest in mm. the shadow of the Almighty. If you're standing in somebody's shadow, mm. right? You know, a lot of times we put up an umbrella or whatever for for kids if they're doing a lot of outdoor stuff because we don't want them to sunburn. But that shadow from the umbrella, you know, the, from yeah. the shade protects them so you're standing you find rest in the shadow of knowing that god is blocking those rays just like the the umbrella he's blocking all those things from you Mm -hmm. so you live in the shelter you'll find rest in the in the shadow of the of the almighty this i declare about the lord he alone is my Mm -hmm. refuge my place of safety he is my god and i trust him what verse is that, Aubrey? That's that's Psalms 91, verses 1 and 2. And it keeps going. You know, he will rescue you from every trap. He'll protect you from deadly diseases. He'll mm. cover you with his feathers. These are these are all things mm. that, that David is declaring that, that God will do for you in your time of need. I don't know about everybody else that's listed, that could be even listening to the podcast today, but my need is every day. Mm. I, I choose... To live in the shelter wow. of the I, Most High. I just feel in that scripture, I hear like, we weren't created to worry. We weren't created right. to, our bodies were literally not created to hold on to bitterness, anger. Yeah. Like I said in the last one, the 90 second. Yeah. Our bodies only allow 90 seconds of one emotion, you know. And then we choose whether we or not that emotion continues. Yeah. And our bodies aren't made for that. So how it says um, protects you from disease and certain things like that, I believe that just kind of hit me. Those certain things we hold on to, I think that diseases us in yeah. certain aspects. Our bodies aren't well, created to hold on to that. Right. When we do that, right, we're stepping outside of his protection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so those God, sun rays going to right? burn you. And so it's like, you know, you can tell a kid all day long, hey, stay under this umbrella. You can put sunscreen on them, but they still have to make the choice whether or not they're going to sit still. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. a lot of times God looks at us just like we look at those little kids. And it's like, well, you just sit still. He's probably sitting up there and it's like, man, Aubrey, I really wish that you would just sit still mm. in my shadow. I just thought of something not as beautiful pictures that but I think about when we have to use the the there's this thing called a nose Frida and it sounds really gross but when a gray has a runny nose (laughs) you have to there's one end that you suck and there's a protective film or something you know like where you don't get the snot in your mouth but you have to put this other thing in his nose and you suck and it gets all the snot out because he can't sucks all the snot yeah he doesn't understand how to like breathe in yet but it's cool it would be so much easier and he would be so less congested and runny nose if you just stay still yeah. and let us suck that snot But he out. won't. He fights it. <laughs> he fights, fights it. it so bad. It takes both of us yeah. to get it. And that just like made me think that too. Like, why don't you just stay still? Like, you're going to feel so much better yeah. if you just sit here and let me yeah. take care of you. Just find, find rest. I think for, for a lot of Christians, they learn in life when it's too late how to find rest. Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah. their their physical body is so broken down mm-hmm. that that's all they can do is rest. And then I would venture to say that they think about it in those moments. Is like, I wish I wouldn't have been so hard 
on myself and learned how to rest mm-hmm. a long time ago. After all the surgeries, you know, after all the breaking down of your physical body and everything, you know, and mm-hmm. all the stresses, you finally get to that place where you're, what was all the fuss about? There's, there's more to life than what I focused on the mm-hmm. whole time. And I, I believe that's what the Lord is saying to us. And David was trying to convey in Psalms 91 is that I find rest in the Lord because I know that I live in his shadow, that his wings cover me, that, you know, um, we can, we can do anything. How much, how much stuff, how much less would you stress about things if you knew ahead of time, well, God's going to take care of that for me. He's going to take care of this for me. So I'm just going to focus on this and let him have the rest. How much, how much less, you know, of that anxiety would be in your person, but instead anxiety and stress comes from all the things that we think that we have to control that we can't. And so David is, is saying in this, in the midst of this thing that man, I'm just going to live in the shadow of the almighty. That's, that's all that I'm going to do. I'm just, I'm just going to set up shop right here. I'm going to put the tent up and this is where I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay in his shadow. I'm going to live in, in the shelter of what he has for me, that he protects me from all these things. But it's our job to stay within that protection. It's mm-hmm. our job to seek rest above all else. Aubrey, I kind of want to end this with, I just saw something and I want to end it with this, like praying over yeah. um, mm-hmm. everybody. But I kind of, whenever you're talking about anxiety and those negative things, I just got um, a lot of essential oils and there's certain ones you know, that help with anxiety, that help with depression, all these different things, right? And they're oils. And it made me think of, you cover my head with oil, my Mm, cup overflows. My cup runneth over, yeah. Yes, and so I just, I want you to, unless you're driving or everything's crazy and you're just lucky to be, like, listening right now, I just want you to, like, put your hands out like you're, like, cupping your hands ready for the oil to overflow. while Like somebody's handing you something. Yes, exactly, because I think... Um, and I want you to think in your head what the main thing is that's trying to steal your rest. Is it anxiety? Yeah. Is it depression? Is it fear of man? I'll tell you right now that that's mine. Yeah. Most of um, my issues, if I dwindle it down to the very root of it, it's fear of man. Yeah, what people think about me. Yes, yeah. and I think it's so important that we actually call it out. Yeah. And so right now I want you to think about that one thing that is trying to steal your rest. And I want you to put your hands out like that in a cupping position. And Aubrey, do you mind praying over them? Yeah, absolutely. This is, this is awesome. Uh, I, I just want to encourage everybody to just ask ask the Lord as, as we pray over you today. Just ask the Lord to highlight those things. Like, Lord, what, what is it that's, that's hindering my rest uh and and it could be that the even that the lord has asked you to do something a long time ago that you never did and and he's just saying it you know if you'll go back and do this thing that i told you to do you'll find rest just live in his shelter but heavenly father i just thank you right now today lord for everybody that's tuning in to this to this podcast lord i just pray and i speak right now lord that they learn to live in your shelter, Lord, that as Jesus told us in, in John's gospel, that, that they find the peace of heart and also Gosh. the peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Lord, that, that we're able to find rest in who you are and find rest in the fact that you laid out a plan for each and every one of us so long ago that you already have the end in mind when we're worrying about today. That you know 
the plans and the purposes that you have for us. But right now, Lord, I, I just rebuke anything that the enemy would try to use to keep anybody that's listening to this podcast right now to keep them from resting. Mm -hmm. I just rebuke the devourer. Lord, I just pray that you have your way. If they're driving right now, Lord, if they're sitting in their house, if they're at work, wherever they are, Lord, I just pray that you are highlighting the things, the practical things that, that we've tried to do to step outside of your protection. Lord, that, that you protect us from so many things, but you also give us the free will to move beyond uh, that protection and be out on our own. But Lord, I just pray right now that each and every one of us that is, that is here gathering together where two or more gather in your name, Lord, you are here in their midst and you are with them, Lord, but you're highlighting things that need to change. And Lord, you're helping us shift in the supernatural back underneath that shadow of your almighty self, Lord, that, that we're able to rest no matter how busy, no matter, uh, no matter how many activities fill up the calendar, Lord, that, that each and every person within the sound of my voice right now is able to press in and find rest in their physical and mental states, Lord, and in their heart. Most of all, your word declares that out of the heart, we're supposed to guard our heart, Lord, because out of it flow the issues of life. So, Lord, I just pray right now for peace that passes all understanding, the peace that Paul talks about that comes only through the power of the Holy Spirit. So, Father, I thank you for these individuals that are praying this prayer with us today, and I just speak it done in Jesus' mighty and precious name. Amen. Oh, my goodness. I, like, feel just yeah so yeah so rested and just oh my goodness i but i just keep hearing the lord say it's your choice to keep it yeah he's given it he freely gives it yeah it's our choice to take it and to walk in it now yeah that's that's good not just receive it for a moment but, yeah but exactly. to walk in it that's that's the difference, mm -hmm. and, and that's the game changer. So I hope for everybody that's listening, I, I hope that you receive that prayer. I hope that, um, that peace follows you, peace goes with you, that you receive it, that you walk in it today. Feel free to message our page if you have any prayer requests or, or anything that you would need on, on Instagram or mm -hmm. Facebook. Um, we want to pray with you. We just we're just going to continue to pray peace over your home, over your job, over your families. Um, but it was a great day. Mm, it really was, and we will talk to you guys next week. Yeah, yeah. We'll see you next week for episode eight. We Ep love you guys. We love you.
Ha, 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 ha,